1: Joe and Jason on this Friday. Buckle up, baby. It is going to get nasty all over the country. Uh, uh, One of the football games in Arrowhead, it's going to be negative, I want to say right now, negative seven. Probably going to feel like negative 20. Uh, It is so cold in Colorado that uh, our transmitter uh, locked up. Uh, We're thawing it out while we're we're back up and on there but we had to thaw it out uh again hey support us uh, we've got that new funding approved for a brand new transmitter we've got a brand new building that will help you know it's a whole lot more secure and a lot warmer than the, where the old transmitter sits so uh if you can uh, feel it in your heart uh, for a hundred dollars, you can get one of our coins. We got a Patriot Trading Group coin. Uh, it's by the coin by itself, is seventy-five dollars. Uh, we've got a half-empty cup of Joe Pure Blood, twenty twenty-three coin. I, I will say this: that Pure Blood coin, there's uh, there's not a lot of left of those left, and we are not making any more. Uh, so uh, if you want one of those, you, you can buy the coins. They're both seventy-five dollars. But if you want to make it 100 bucks, we throw in a T-shirt, a KNC T-shirt, a bumper sticker, and if you give us your email, uh, you'll get a monthly newsletter from the radio station. We're so close. And once we complete this fundraising round, we'll be ready to go uh, and, and get this new transmitter, which goes into our new building, which it can be negative 20 or negative 50. Fifty? Is that what I'm reading,
2: Jason? Uh, wind chills? wind chills. So the the the, uh, the eastern plains of Colorado is going to be colder than right there on alongside the mountains, and uh, the the further east you go, the the worse the wind chills over the weekend. So 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 today is not very cold. So it's kind of disturbing to hear about the freezing you're talking about at the at the site because Saturday and Sunday is by far way worse than what we've dealt with. So hopefully. You got to plan for that because wind we, chills we, of negative well, twenty is we're, not going to be we're, good.
1: We're we we're, we're trying to strategize. Uh, I, I, we we've already. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, uh, but we've already ruled out putting a heater in there because I'm like I'm worried we'll burn the whole place down. Uh, the the uh, The old transmitter unit. It's an old truck bed. It's been out in the elements now for the better part of three decades plus. So. Uh, we definitely uh, got to get all of this stuff done, but uh, we'll come up with something. We're, we're going to get creative out there. Uh, and then, you know, and I don't pay enough attention uh, readily, you know, the, the, the football stuff. I kind of casually watch the Cardinals because, you know, I'm an Arizona guy. And I did not know this year that some of the games you had to pay to watch and the Chiefs game. Which I think is going to set a new all-time record low for a football game. Uh, you have to pay for. It. You got to have this Peacock app uh, to pay for it. So now you know this is how bad it's gotten, guys. Right? It's one thing, you know. Remember, you go to a game and it used to be reasonable. A football ticket. I don't care where you sit. It's not reasonable. Okay, the prices are, are outrageous. Even if you're sitting in the the upper decks, you know, you're still paying a good amount. Heaven forbid you want to sit in the lower deck, but now you're telling me, oh, we want you to pay for it, even if you're sitting at home in your living room.
2: It just tells me a little bit that viewership might be dropping a little bit in the NFL, and so if you can sell it, you sell it, right, Joe? So, uh, you know, boxing got kind of more popular with pay-per-view, but remember, and I wasn't alive for a lot of it, but boxing was really, really, especially the heavyweight were big in the 70s when you could just turn it on on Sunday or whatever and watch Muhammad Ali fight, right? And uh, it never really regained that sort of prestige. When it became pay pay for it, so I, it seems like the NFL is circling that's that's that proverbial drain. You know, I, I, this is the future, I guess, Joe. Yeah, pay for the playoffs, pay for the playoffs. You know what? A lot of people are going to.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the the sports guys were talking about it when I was driving in this morning. They're like, ah, it's only I, at I five six six dollars. I think they said six dollars. Well, it's just six dollars, and then you know, uh, I guess for the a month. And then you just cancel it after the playoffs, You know, just six bucks. And I'm like, six bucks? You know, come on. Right? Uh, I, I think I, I think it's a mistake. I, I think you're going to lose viewers. Right? The, the ca- Look at me, the casual. Man. I will tell you this. I am not paying $6. I, I'm not going to do it. You know what? I, I bet you this. Uh, I'll have to check in with my friends. I bet you a lot of the bar guys uh, are, are going to be happy about that. They'll get better crowds uh, to, to, to come and watch.
2: Yeah, it's it's I'm sure someone's going to make some money and and, uh, and it's very popular. It's it's a great way to pass time, but uh yeah, I I, I don't see uh I, I remember growing up, it was always ABC's Monday night football. You know, I used to I used right. to get I used to love it. Who even watches Monday Night Football? I don't even know how a people even watch it. And, and I know football's super popular. I, I still catch myself like a bad habit. I'm always ch- checking and seeing how the Rams are doing, even though I don't really root for them. I've been kind of excited that they turned the season around and got in the playoffs. So it's, so it's, like, a, like, I said, it's like a bad drug habit or something. I, I can't uh, cut it off completely.
1: You can't but, quit it. You can't quit me. My
2: apathy. I definitely don't have the, the care for it.
1: 800 951 That's our toll-free number. Allamericangold.com is the website. A massive move in gold and silver. And, of course, I told you on Wednesday, uh, hey, you better buy it now. And and you know what? The reason I gave was totally wrong. Totally wrong. But yet today uh, I get to come back and say, see, I told you so. I'll tell you all about it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. Quick look at the markets. Uh, the Dow's down one eighty five. Uh, the S and P's down fractionally. The Nasdaq's still up for now, up fourteen points. The ten-year note three nine six, so squarely back below. Uh 4%. Crude oil's up. Uh, attacks in uh Yemen uh by the United States. Uh is, is this war getting ready to expand? Uh let's hope not. Uh gold and silver flying. Uh and it started yesterday. So right now I'll tell you, in New York, gold's up thirty-eight dollars. Two thousand fifty-seven. Uh Kitko's probably got it up, I don't know, like twenty, something like that. Uh, because huge Deficit numbers reported by the government yesterday. We'll get to that in a minute. Silver's up eighty cents, twenty-three dollars and fifty cents. Uh, we had all the major banks, all four major banks—Wells, J.P. Morgan, City, B of A—all reporting today, and it wasn't it, well. It wasn't pretty. Let's just say it wasn't pretty. Volatility is the name of the game. 2024, I think, is going to be a very crazy market. That's why uh, taking some of your hard-earned uh, money and looking at something like Y-Refi, up to 10.25% return fixed. What does that mean? doesn't change. It's the same every single month. You turn your income on. You can turn it off. You can come out and do whatever that you want. And here's the best part. It's not correlated to Wall Street. It doesn't care that the bank earnings were bad. They don't care about attacks in Yemen. right? It's going to be the same month after month, year after year. Check them out. At dot That's the word. Invest the letter Y R E F Y dot com. Remember, you got to have a minimum of fifty thousand dollars. That that is the minimum. You can use an existing IRA. Some of you can use a four hundred one k. There are no fees, and they made it even better now. Don't forget now if you uh, if you give them you want to do invest with them for five years, they give you the ten point two five. They've raised the amount for all the other for one year, two year, three year, four year. Uh, you always got all of your principal back if you needed your money back early. Now they're going to let you keep some of that interest as well. So check it out, investyrefi.com, 888 Refi 24 uh, So, Jason, it started yesterday after uh, in, in the after hours of the gold market. Uh, the federal government, and this is, it's getting to the point of insanity. Uh, it really truly is We already know uh, we're running these huge huge deficits and now uh, the, the, the the problem is we're having a hard time selling all of the debt uh, the U.S budget deficit soared 50 percent in December and again now they're talking about soft land well you know they come out, you know it's not bad. If we're going to spend this kind of money, I guess for a little while, it, it will work. Uh, they're saying that fiscal year uh, 2023 ending with just over $2 trillion. So somebody actually finally figured out what they did. We already ran a $2 trillion uh, budget deficit last year. 2024 is now shaping up. To be far worse. And this is exactly what I've been telling you. Uh, for me, I'm just hoping that Jamie Dimon's wrong. Jamie Dimon, again, talking about bad things are coming in 2024. He, he's just not going to let it go. Uh, but but neither here nor there. Jason, we're talking uh, about these, these budget deficit numbers. Uh, over 500 billion dollars in the last quarter. Now there's two there's two quarters that are the worst quarters, and then there's two quarters that are the best. So second quarters the best. Why is second quarter the best? as far as deficits go? As far as deficits being the least, and the answer is pretty simple because that's when April falls, tax day. So the government gets a lot of tax revenue, so the second quarter, if you will, and really as far as fiscal terms go, that's the third quarter, April, May, June, that's always the lowest. The second lowest is usually the first quarter, which is October, November, December. Why? Because uh, there's a lot of businesses that elect to pay in October instead of April. So that's the second biggest chance to get tax revenue, and then usually the second and fourth quarters are the bad ones. We just hit over half a trillion dollars in a good quarter, Jason.
2: Yeah, well, and and, uh, taxes played a big role in that, but I mean, let's face it, the things don't get paid by the taxes. You know, they haven't been paid by the taxes in a long time. It's all about the spending, Joe. I mean, yes, the ta- the reason we don't talk about tax uh, income for the federal government is because it really is the, the small end. When the, when the government really, really, really needs it, they borrow it, and the Fed prints it. So, uh, But y- y- well taken that, hey, the second and fourth quarters are going to be weaker quarters. We're heading into that. And so these numbers that Jamie Dimon are talking about, this could be, You know where a recession could start but uh you know joe it's all about the spending it's all it's all about the printing and the spending and the printing and the spending that's you know and that i didn't even cover the cpi number yesterday joe which they just can't quite get out of those threes can they
1: they couldn't get out yeah believe it or not so the cpi number was a little hotter than expected uh you know now we were talking about a lower number that was uh rents were were up that was unexpected uh, but there's a lot of things. The food cost, the new all-time record high. Today, producer prices was better. It was lower uh, today. But it really started with, gold started moving with these deficit numbers. Year over year, tax receipts down 7.2%. Now, that tells me we're probably, we're looking at, the less hiring, seasonal hiring, uh, than we did in 2022, right? So uh, those FICA taxes and all that came down, and and Wall Street had a great year last year. So, uh, but right now it looks like you know, and it's the same pattern: tax receipts down, spending up. Uh, the first month or the first quarter, five hundred and nine billion dollars. The biggest deficit in U.S. history, with the exception of the of, and, and the biggest deficit for the first quarter, with the exception of COVID 2021, uh, uh, and it has surpassed all others. And right, we're looking at that 2021 budget deficit that was that 3.2 trillion. How close to that are we going to get? And more importantly, how the heck are we going to? Finance all of it, and then we heard from all the banks today. I'll just go down the list. Wells Fargo. Credit loss provisions skyrocketing at Wells Fargo. That's not a surprise. This was one of those things, again, we wanted to look. Are they starting to get ready for more bad news in 2024? Wells Fargo, the answer was yes, primarily with credit cards. In commercial real estate, J.P. Morgan—it was by far the best of the bunch. Uh, these guys, man, you talk about—they're so much bigger than everybody else. But listen to this number: charge off. So this isn't putting money in provision This is—we just wrote it all off. Was up one hundred percent. From the previous quarter, so uh, an idea of why why is Jamie Dimon making some of these crazy statements? Well, this is why. He's like, look at my bank. We 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 charge-offs were up a hundred percent in ninety days. Uh, but uh, one of the things why J.P. Morgan is because fa- it really wasn't a great report. But why they're faring a little better than the rest today was the guidance. That they gave for 2024, uh, it looks like. And now somebody smarter than me was looking at uh, their their filings. J.P. Morgan is pricing in a lot more than two rate cuts. They're they're more into that four to six rate cuts. Uh, it was really interesting to see Citigroup. The worst of the bunch. Of course, they warned ahead of time. They actually reported a $1.8 billion loss. So they actually lost money in the quarter. They're cutting 20,000 jobs. They also announced they're leaving the municipal bond market altogether. What does that tell you? We've been talking a little bit about cities and states and the budget problems that they're facing (coughs) excuse me, they took total losses of over 4.6 billion dollars which left them with a 1.8 billion dollar loss Bank of America increased its credit card I'm sorry its credit loss provisions last quarter they only did 12 billion dollars this quarter 1.1 billion so again Jason the banks are saying the bad stuff is coming.
2: Yeah, and uh, like you said, Jamie Dimon has been saying it for a while. You've been saying that uh, watch the banking sector, and I think 2023 basically told you watch the banking sector <laughs> because we had the problems in March. So, you know, I uh, I did watch uh, a couple a couple of documentaries and, and, and some YouTube videos recently, and then uh, they're pointing out that most likely, like we we covered uh, a couple of years ago in 2022, that they it's very possible that there's printing uh, a lot of printing going on. That's and it's being fed into accounts that we don't that don't count in the official numbers, Joe. And that's why I think that the inflation just doesn't go away. And man, let's just see what happens to the banking sector if the inflation just keeps on going. Especially the the lower the rate, oh, we're gonna lower the rates. We're gonna save the markets. You know, that, the banks should be happy, right? But not if the inflation takes off really is we're seeing what we talked about for several years now which is that the fed has no good play they're trying to dance and they've been dancing and dancing but at some point something's going to come up and trip them up i think
1: well it's very interesting what jamie diamond had to say 2024 is looking a whole lot like the 70s it really well, that was a little shocking for me but let me let me let me clarify that some of the developments uh, that he was talking about large fiscal deficits right so think about the 70s when we started 1971 before we went off the gold standard completely this is when the bubble era started right gold finally got to allow to be traded freely. Because right, gold was stuck at $35, right? The government, when they confiscated gold in 1933 at $20, reset the price 90 days later at $35, made it illegal to own, and it sat there all the way till 1971. And then, of course, what happened? Gold took off. Now, Jamie Dimon says it's like the 70s. Gold went from $35 to 800 I am not saying that we're going to see that same type of percentage return. Let's hope not. Please, Lord, don't let that be true. You know, we got gold at two, up forty-one dollars now at two thousand and sixty. I don't even. I I, I don't even want to do. You know that that. Well, I'm gonna now. I said I, I'm not gonna do the math in my head. I got to get a calculator.
2: Twenty X. It's about 20X yes, twenty X to go forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, 23x. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking... And gold really shouldn't have been 35. Let's just say 40, because right. gold really should have been higher than that 35. But 40, 40 to, to 800, that'd that's be, that's yeah, 20x. But that would have been
1: $47,000 gold. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Okay? Let's, let, let's let's hope it doesn't. The budget, the federal deficit was only $400 billion in 1971. It got to a trillion by 1981. Right, so think about this, it almost doubled in that 10 years. Heck, yep. we're going to double in less than that this time around. We'll be back. Be 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. And, and what a Friday it has been. Uh, if you're just joining us, holds up 40 right now. Uh, two thousand and sixty silver's up, uh, eighty cents. Uh, got a huge sale today on twenty dollar liberties. Uh, twenty dollar liberties, twenty two hundred and fifty dollars, twenty or more, twenty two hundred and forty dollars. So, this is this is twenty two fifty. That's what it was yesterday. And gold's up forty. You buy twenty or more, you got to b- buy for less than yesterday. Twenty two forty. If you buy twenty or more, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And Jason uh, Jamie Diamond comparing twenty twenty four with the seventies uh, right now, and, and it's an interesting thing because he, he gave his reason. One, large deficits. Look at where we're at. I mean, I don't know how we're going to sell it all. I I, I truly don't. A new record outside of the, the one COVID year, we're going to be well above $2 trillion, on its way to $3 trillion. Then he said, changing trade flows. Now, remember, that was big in the center. Remember what Nixon did, right? He closed the gold window. Right and said, okay, you know you foreign countries can't you can't take dollars and buy gold for thirty five bucks anymore, right? This was a big trade flow change. Obviously, what is he talking about? Most likely bricks. Right? Sure seems that way, doesn't it? About large change in trade flows. Uh, the, the fact that right now, uh, heaven forbid, who knows what happens with Taiwan, right? We had Vietnam in the 70s. The commitment to huge government spending, and he specifically, listen to what he did. So great. I love it when they actually talk honestly. He specifically mentions that ridiculous Inflation Reduction Act bill that was passed by Joe Biden These are all inflationary. This looks more like the 70s to me, saying that uh, the Fed was slow to raise rates, says that they're smart right now to not raise rates any higher, says that he's skeptical of this Goldilocks scenario and that recession is on its way and, Jason, I think this is why J.P. Morgan in their earnings reports today uh, looks like they're anticipating a lot of rate cuts.
2: <clears throat> I, I think that could be uh, – I think that's the plan, actually. Um, while you were talking on the first segment, I was looking at the CPI numbers, and I, I think a lot of times the Fed knows – it's always the question. Does the Fed, are they kind of incompetent or just doing the best they can, or are they corrupt and they're doing something on purpose? It's always the question, and – I was looking, when, when in April of uh, 2021, that was the first time we had the really elevated in inflation of 4.2. That's when it started. And Joe, you know I've been adding up the years together to see if there's any movement, you know, because year over years one, but how about like several years? And if you add up from April 21, 22, and 23, and you add up each month at a time, inflation's done nothing. It's stayed, every month has stayed the same. It's just been here at this level uh 174 for april seventeen six, seventeen five, seventeen one, seventeen three, seventeen three, seventeen one. it's just staying it it seems very controlled to me joe and if if uh, one of the one of the plays that the fed has to try to reset the uh the state of the economy is to try to inflate your way out but how do you do that and make it look like it's somebody else's fault right joe and so, well, we we had to lower these rates because markets were going to explode, and and the inflation's controllable now. Three percent ain't bad, right, Joe? But sure looks like this is a very, very well con- orchestrated inflationary cycle we're being put into on purpose, Joe.
1: The, the three years, and that was the Fed's three-year number. So you might so the right?
2: year over year CPI, year year over year CPI for year 21, year 22 CPI and twenty
1: three. Years. Add those three years together, and then miraculously they all add up to about seventeen percent. Uh, A little yeah, over or, seventeen. Right. Of course, all you do just double it, and that's what you got the the, the real number. In three years, they wiped out thirty percent of, of your yes. your power. Uh, what are the other things we saw in inflation? Wow! And I warned you about this one. The huge surge in insurance, Uh, auto insurance, home insurance, uh, state farm. In California, starting right now, 21% (laughs) increase in automobile insurance, 20% increase in homeowners insurance. 20%. I mean, and these are big bills. Let's face it, these aren't. Small little numbers. Well, twenty percent on on twenty dollars, okay, that that's doable. But twenty percent on on five hundred, a uh, fifteen hundred no, home, home insurance, California. Who knows, fifteen hundred dollars? I mean, whatever it may be. I mean, you are talking a much bigger number uh, for a lot of people. It has been decimating in the inflation numbers. And to that point, Hertz says they're getting rid of all of their electric cars. Don't, you're no longer going to be allowed to rent an electric car. And, and Jason, they just simply said they're more expensive. It costs too much. And specifically uh, saying uh, accidents and in insurance on the electric car, it's not worth that. We're getting rid of them all.
2: Yeah, I just saw the local news a couple days ago. I'm just, you know, hey, uh, oh, there's a, in the middle of a suburban America here in, in Colorado. I forget which down in the down in the Denver suburbs. You know, oh, uh, the house caught on fire. Uh, the electric car, both electric cars, just caught it. Caught the house on fire. Blew up in the garage. Uh, I guess the uh, fire department now has a special uh, electric. F- uh, vehicle fire blankets that they throw over the car now because they can't physically put water on it or something. It's <laughs> so I was like, oh. You know what?
1: You can't put those fires out.
2: <laughs> yeah, how dangerous is that? And, and talk about insurance. Talk about insurance. You know, I think the average person understands this, but just to say it, you know, in your mortgage, if you do not have your home insured, that is grounds for a foreclosure. So if the inf- if the insurance is going to keep going up, and you become uninsurable, you will lose your house, Joe. And how much equity do a lot of people have if the housing prices stay up? Banks love equity, don't they? Twenty dollar gold,
1: twenty-two fifty, twenty or more, twenty-two forty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason Patriot Radio News Hour is it the seventies? I mean, there's so many opinions. Right? It's is it a soft landing? Uh, is it uh inflation with recession uh, Jamie Diamond saying inflation with recession I mean that's those are big things that that's unheard of right but uh, again uh, it's going to be a uh, 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 but here's the problem what about 2025 26 27 28 it doesn't get better here I mean, we, we, we cannot spend it. Listen, next week, it's all going to be about the government shutdown. Uh, we got the same problem now with Johnson as they did with McCarthy. 16000000000 billion. We're going to cut $16 billion. You just ran over half a trillion dollars in debt on a good quarter. December is one of the good months. It was one of the worst Decembers ever uh, when it comes to the budget. And, and uh, the, you don't forget, the Treasury's got to refinance this month. So so my guess is the Treasury's probably going to have to borrow a little more money uh, than, than was expected because of this larger debt. And speaking of debt, according to Lending Tree, I, I, I'm, this is Lending Tree. I hope they're wrong, but why would they be? 29.6% of residents in the nation's 100 largest metro area, so where everybody lives, 29.6% were behind on at least one debt payment in the third quarter of 2023. Okay, so we know which way that's going by the way 27.3% had a serious delinquency that's like one in, that's more than 1 in 4 what's a serious delinquency you're more than 90 days right so you're either at collections already right or you're going to collections more than a quarter 26.2% had a debt in collections in twenty twenty three. We don't hear that number anywhere. Right? We don't hear that number anywhere. Oh, look at the jobs, right? Of course, all these jobs are part-time jobs. Lending Tree CEO said a huge number of people are behind on their debt payments. And of course, obviously we know late late debt payments, right? That just destroys you. More than a third of millennials. By the way, Millennials, 27 to 42. Okay, these are full-blown adults, right? 27 to 42. 36.7% of them had at least one delinquent account last year. Gen Z, 18 to 26. 36.2%. Jason, People from 18 to 42. Over a third of all of them already have at least one delinquent account, and that was in 2023 alone.
2: I think delinquent accounts is going to be a, a, a louder drum beating as the rest of 2024 and then as we go, Joe. And uh, how how can we not have more delinquent accounts when everything costs more? And people are not keeping up with their earnings. Part of it, and then what we're seeing now—you know—there are maybe the jobs aren't. Maybe not everyone's being fired, but you know, people are getting less and less hours. You make less money, you have to pay more. That's the simple. That's the simple math for delinquent accounts, and that's going to be on the business side and on the on the personal finance side, Joe.
1: Yeah, it really is. Uh hard when you look at jobs, you know, and and going back to the Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, and the rate of full-time jobs, Jason, they're just disappearing uh, by hundreds of thousands. And so that's the first set of data. When we look at jobs, right, the jobs data doesn't match 2024 is going to be a terrible year. I was off yesterday, but guess what? Layoffs were bad. Right? It wasn't a bad number. The government's jobs number, they're not terrible. I mean, once they get revised, they don't look so good, but they're not terrible. But now it starts to make sense, doesn't it? Because the Bureau of Labor Statistics say yeah, there's lots of part-time jobs. People have lots of them. A lot of people have multiple part-time jobs. But here's the reality behind the scenes, because you can't tell. Right, you look here in Arizona, right? You go into a neighborhood in Arizona, all the houses look the same. Right? And you're like, oh, this is a nice neighborhood. But you don't see what's behind the door. And what Lending Tree is telling us, here's what's behind the door. People can't make all their debt payments, Jason. It's just that simple. That's what's behind the door.
2: Yep. Yeah. Can't can't make the debt payments. And uh, you know, when you can't make the debt payments, then you start to lose things, right? <laughs> you don't you you don't pay your mortgage, you lose your house. You don't make your car payment, you lose your car. So yeah, it, uh, unfortunately, you have to you have to buy food and you have to have energy, and then housing is is right there. But yeah, Joe, we're gonna see this. We uh, you know, a lot of people are selling, right, Joe? There's a lot of people selling, and, and we're here. We're Patriot Training Group. We we've been doing a lot of buying, so we see it. We we see it. Right here, right here, first and foremost, and uh, yeah, you got to pay those bills, right, Joe? You got to pay the bills. It's what, it's how the poor people in the world, the you know, the working class, end up getting fleeced by uh, by the very wealthy people in Washington D.C. is because they allow this to happen, Joe. They allow this inflation. They allow the Fed to do this.
1: And then, of course, last but not least, health care costs. Oh boy, skyrocketing again. And I can tell you right now, at least for my wife and I. You're a small business all you small business owners know so what I'm talking about. It is ridiculous. Overpaying for, for health care. And now people are like, oh, you know what? I just can't afford it. It's either put food on the table or have health insurance. Paperado News Hour. We'll be back. Final segment of the week coming up. 800 uh, 9510592. Big day uh, in the precious metals markets. Uh, Rallying on deficit news, uh, blowout deficits at the federal level, bank earnings, uh, the bankers loading up on loan loss reserves, taking massive losses. All the big banks too; they got hit uh, with big hits on trying to refund uh, the FDIC after Silicon Valley. Uh, right? What happens? We get more. Right? I mean, they're going to be able to continually refund it. We'll have to wait and see on that. And then uh, anyone's guess as to what's going to happen. You know, the the airstrikes in Yemen. Uh, Yemen now apparently, and and I don't know, but they're claiming they have now attacked uh, U.S. bases in Iraq. Are we going to see an expansion? Of what's happening uh, there in the Middle East it, who knows Jason so many factors but the one thing that is for certain it's one thing when gas prices go up right because we know okay they'll go but they'll come back down you know they'll never go back to where they were but you know uh, they, they, they go up they go down health insurance doesn't go down car insurance home insurance they don't go down right you're, you're 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 more now think about this the increase in home insurance yeah the, the mortgage rates are falling a little bit but if you got to pay more for homeowners insurance right you end up right J- jason it, it, it it's insanity what's happening around I, I think jamie diamond wow. I, I agree with him i think he's he's right this is this is something that we really haven't seen and this is that box right they're Damned if they do, as far as do you raise rates. Damned if you don't, right, do you lower rates, right? There is no good outcome here. Uh, I think gold and silver are set up here. Great buy opportunity today. We're essentially throwing away a $40 gold move for you today. $20 liberties. 1 through 19, $2,250 by 20 or more. Twenty-two hundred and forty dollars as gold now, uh, just below an all-time record high here at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and Jason, I think you know these are going to be things, unfortunately, for at least the next four to six weeks. There's something, a major thing almost every week. Uh, next week, it's government shutdown. Then then it's the Treasury uh, Department. Then it's another government shutdown, right? I mean, there's so much uh, Fed meeting, right? There's so much on the table coming up. Uh, I think it's going to, you know, this volatility, I think it's going to start picking up.
2: Yeah, and uh, what you're saying about health care insurance uh, and health you know, just the cost of health care, Uh, especially health insurance it's it's for the most part it's a pool so as you're saying joe if, if expenses are too high and people just stop paying health insurance that means everybody else in the pool has to pay more so this is not just a this is not just just an inflation and bad market situation this is when people can't pay for health insurance and drop out of the pool everybody else gets to pay more because the health insurance company doesn't want to lose money either companies private companies especially they don't they don't lose money they charge it to the customer so yeah, Joe. The, the less people that can afford it, the higher the cost for everyone that's still in the pool.
1: Yeah, and that and that also and hospitals get affected by this. It it, it, it is. It, it's a bad spiral uh, when it comes to that. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two.